Taylor. And I'm Brittany. Together, we are two sisters who are here to help you learn some tips and tricks to help navigate this crazy journey called life. We bring you the perspective of a licensed mental health counselor, aka therapist, and a new mother. And a slightly eccentric mom of two. When you combine us as sisters, we like to consider ourselves as quite the dynamic duo. So join us as we talk about all life has to offer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and hit that follow, like, or subscribe button wherever you find uh, listen to podcasts for updates. If you're liking what you hear, leave us a five-star review and it helps us know what content you like and spreads the love to others to get resources and help for their mental health. Okay, Tay, today we're talking about I'd rather be blue thinking of you. <laughs> Thank you, Marilyn. Um, yes, today, so I... That was Barbara, by the way. Uh, Marilyn also sings that. I'd rather be blue over you. Maybe we should leave it to Barbara. <laughs> We're talking about the winter blues. Yeah. So we have this trend we've noticed throughout my career. I've noticed that people tend to swing where they're um, like more anxiety once school starts in the fall. It's kind of like just go, go, go chaos. And then you have the holidays hit and then it's like chaos again on top of everything and then all of a sudden you have january hit and a lot of times this Mm -hmm. is when depression is really strong like it's that midwinter slump that people talk about like almost that bear hibernation time and we see a lot of hard times this time of year so i thought it would be a really good idea for us to talk about ways to combat the midwinter blues today let's do it nobody likes the midwinter blues (laughs) i feel like it's a real Um, thing like is it just me no, I totally think it happens. I was just going to say, like, why do you think this happens? But, I mean, I guess times of transition that we have, you know, it's like normal to see this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think people feel more of the feelings. I mean, I, th- I think there's a few different theories we've heard. And, like, one is evolution, like, or not even evolution, but, like, the evolution psychology states that we are meant to kind of hunker down when the weather gets cold, our body slows down, we mm-hmm. kind of go into hibernation mode ourselves. So our body is slower to process things. We want to just kind of sit and stay inside. It's been where, like, we're in the Northwest, so, like, it gets dark at 4 o'clock. Now it's later, though. It's 5.30 now. It is a little later, yeah. But um, all of these sleepy cues are from the outside environment. And even though, like, we grew up here, so the, the darkness doesn't bother me. It bothers my husband more than me because he didn't grow up here, which I get. Like, it's kind of weird if he didn't grow up here. But, yeah, um, like, that kind of stuff has a cue on your body internally. So the circadian rhythm and how we function It also, like the cold weather, and if you want to like bundle up or just kind of stay warmer, thing can influence that too. But you also think about if you're coming off of holiday season where there was a bunch of things to look forward to, a bunch of things to have happening. I was going to say that, yeah. A lot of connection and a lot of joy and a lot of happiness. So I've I've always thought of January as kind of just like a sad month. Like if I was to give personalities each month, which yes, in my head they have personalities, January (laughs) used to be always the one that was like, like sadness from inside out. Like it was sadness. I totally. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I got married in January. <laughs> it made it way better. Like, it was great. <laughs> so January is a happy little guy in January. Yeah. So we have a birthday now and that helps. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, so that's where a lot of the times it's because like you just came off of things. There was a ton of connection. Our bodies are tired. Weather's harder. 
it does get that's like the peak of the bad weather too right is january February. Right. like we're supposed to get snow and it's supposed to be one degree or something here so it's normal it's just kind of a part of the system so today i came up with 10 tips for battling the midwinter blues all right cool let's dive into those okay tay what's your first tip okay Tip number one, which I kind of alluded to already, create more celebrations. So it was interesting because I was like looking up ideas and kind of um, just getting like, you know, some brain jog things. And this one website had for little kids, like they made a bunch of either they use the holidays that were already like present, you know, like President's Day or things like that. But then they also did um, National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Did you go to this? That's what I was going to her too. And then, no, like, but I remember when my kids were younger, or there was like talk like a cuddle up day, day or yeah, yeah. So cuddle up day is on January sixth, which was yesterday. Dress up your pet day on the fourteenth, which you all know. I was all anticipating <laughs> in um, Martin Luther King Day, which is great. You know, like Kids Inventor Day, the 17th. So I thought it was really fun because I was like, you can either create your own or you can kind of use the ones that are already there. But having yeah. things to celebrate, look forward to and create connection. Because think about how many parties we just had, how many people we're seeing. And then you go into a month where it's like nothing. Oh, yeah. No, I remember yeah. seeing on Instagram where this lady was like, I don't remember who it was, but she had said something like, why don't we throw more parties in the winter? Like to get through the winter, why don't we do a favorite things party in January and a yeah. cookie exchange in February? And I was like, so smart. So I am hosting a party. Like we're doing old lady bingo. And it was something because yep. I'm like, okay, we're going to have a party. Yeah. Come in your old lady sweaters and we're going to yep. do old lady foods. Okay. What is this bingo. outfit you like, got me? I keep hearing about it. And my husband literally oh. called me and he was like, Tay, I'm sorry for you, but this is amazing. And then it's mom amazing. told me and I was like, what? So maybe I, it depends yeah. how bad it is. People, I may post it or not, depending on how we went to the thrift store for our old lady party. And Matson happened to be with me. Um, and Taylor wasn't. So no, Matson I was with and I, my little guy. You know, Matson and I picked out Taylor's old lady dress, and it's epic. She hasn't seen it. Uh, really excited about it. I got a fabulous one too. It has flamingos on it and a muumuu zipper. So you know, does it look like I should just give up on life now when I wear it? <laughs> No, it looks like you're going to be, you got to add some gold to it. We just got to add some gold to it. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. Yeah, we'll post pictures, but I'm super excited. Like I'm trying to give myself to like, what are some celebrations we can do? What are different Mm -hmm. things we can do? So old lady bingo, if anybody wants to get on the bandwagon, I ordered a little bingo ball roller on Amazon. It was like 15 bucks. Uh, yeah. And a thrift store old lady dress. Oh my goodness. This is amazing. We will post throughout the month because a lot of these things are things we already do. Brittany and I do. So I was gathering from our own life that we've kind of created to survive the midwinter blues. Yeah. So we'll post the things that we're doing. Like the, this old lady party was, she didn't even know the subject I was doing today. So I was cracking up in my head when she was telling me like, she's going to throw a bingo party. I'm like, well, there's a celebration like that we can yeah. talk about. But it's one of those, like you have to have something and this goes kind of to the next one, but you have to have something to look forward to. Like, yeah. I am one of those people that always needs something kind of on my calendar or like mm-hmm. a trip on the horizon. Like I need a motivator. I need something to be like, you know what? This week sucks, but next week I get to play old lady bingo. And, you know, it makes yeah. me feel better about myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's where I think it's it's key is like, you know, just having something to celebrate about life. Life is beautiful. It's still great. Just because it's January and it's kind of cold outside, there's still tons of other fabulous things out here. So I think 
people just forget that. And that's, yeah, I do too. A couple like, other party ideas off the top of my head. You could throw like a cheese party, you know, who doesn't want to get all cozy in a sweater, eat cheese. I mean, you know, where did the cheese, <laughs> okay, but like, where did the cheese, we're lactose intolerant. So where did the cheese come from? Is it because you miss cheese? It's, I don't know. It just sounds like, cheese so cute. like everybody shows up with like a different type of cheese. Ugh. Okay. Right? Like you could like all come dressed sure. up and like do like different charcuterie stuff with like cheese. Okay, charcuterie ones are cute. I've heard of that. I just thought the cheese thing was over. It's do a cheese party. I'm like, okay, do yeah, like a, a cheese, cheese party. party. You could. Yeah. We don't drink, but you could always do like a cheese and wine party. That would be a cute idea. Like That'd everybody show up with like a favorite cheese or a favorite. You could do like a paint by number party, a plants party. I did a paint by number recently, and it was so fun. Like, okay. did you see that? There's paint by number um, punch needle. And embroidery yeah but we're digressing yes we'll talk later but i think i I have one i i I can't figure it out yeah but find something to celebrate find something to do what whether it's a lady party a cheese party i don't know like come up with something stupid like when i invited friends to this old lady bingo party everybody was dying they were all so excited it gives you something to put on the calendar it gives you a reason to have fun and be happy especially after the holiday blues so oh yeah it's I mean, this one has gotten a lot of good feedback. Oh, the old lady bingo? Oh, yeah. No, I think all the old ladies oh, yeah. are, like, in love with it. I mean, not the old ladies, yeah. people like us. No, so, we're young ladies. But Being old ladies. Yeah. yeah. I just keep thinking of Bluey with the grandmas. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to put on old lady names, like, with stickers. I'm between Edna and Iris right now. I can't quite decide. I'm terrified. So. All right. So. Celebrate something, have something to look forward to in that. The next one is literally get away or have something to look forward to. So this is a month, like I said before, I got married this month for a reason. So I always had a reason to go out of town. My husband was literally just talking to me about this before hopping on to record this. Like we were planning what we were doing this month to go somewhere and just do like a tiny getaway or to like, say we have these plans on the horizon coming up. We know that this is happening and it doesn't have to be in the month of January. It just needs to be like, know that you have a year ahead of you that you can look forward to and not just like dread. Yeah. I was just going to say like most times I am not able to get away in the winter, whether it's for kids sports or schooling or whatever it may be, uh, finances, whatever. But I will usually have a trip on the horizon for like the summertime. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, I know in June I will be in the sunshine and that, you know, like I'm going on a trip and I'm so excited. Like just get something planned. Um, Make a plan, stick to it, get excited about it. Like exactly, yeah. It really just, does it's go all a long about. Ways. I, but I it's the thing that's going to carry year, you like, through. Yeah, in January, if there's not a trip on my calendar, there will be a trip on my calendar. Yeah, like that's just kind of even if it's not until June or July, I will end up having to put it on there by January. Otherwise, I just yeah. go crazy. That's pretty much how it works, right? Yeah. Um, so that is, that's been one that's definitely gotten us through, uh, next one. Number three, count the practice or continue the practice of giving. I can read guys. Um, but think about like the whole season is about connection, love, and being able to like serve and give to people. And that's like what we've been living for the last month and a half. That's what Christmas is all about. Right. And all of a sudden it stops. And it's like, wait, what? Like we go from centered around a collectivist kind of moment being connected to people, being with others and like sharing all these amazing memories back to our individualistic lives where it's back to your grind, back to your things. And that's where I think a lot of us really more in that like season, like, yes, it's draining. Yes, it's harder. At the same time though, that's what we love. That's like why you want to do it is because you're connected to other people. And then we just automatically just stop it. It's like, where did it go? 
Yeah. And it's such a season of hope and love and, you know, giving all of these things. It covers kind of all those love languages, which is so cool. Like that one holiday season can encompass all of these different love languages that people have. Um, I was really impressed the other day. We went back to my kids co-op that they go to. We homeschool and they're in a co-op and the first day back, they had planned a service activity. Like, mm-hmm. so we had, we have a friend of theirs that's in the hospital. He'd gotten in a major car accident before Thanksgiving. And so they like created these little surprise balls Cute. and like drew pictures for him and cards. And Aww. it was really cool just to kind of keep that momentum going. Mm-hmm. Of We just did service through the holidays. We just thought of others. We were selfless. We have all of these acts of kindness and love and thinking outside of ourselves. And to go and like be a part of a community where they're continuing that. I was just, I felt so grateful, like to remember that this is such a good thing, like to perpetuate those feelings of love and service. Keep going. Don't, don't let us stop. It will feel good to do it again, even in January. It's huge though, because I feel like that's what I mourn the most is that feeling of everybody caring about everybody else. Like you come in the season, everyone's like, people are just happy. And the, the season is just so nice. And it really is like, People yeah. really do care. People are looking intentionally for ways to serve. But why does that only happen then? Like, we can do it more. And that's where I think if we do it at the beginning of the year. So I just like wrote down a few ways that you could find connection, like volunteering at animal shelter, um, connect with like with food, like you can go and like invite people over for food. or yeah. like Drop dinner food. off if someone's sick. This is also cold season. Drop, take a meal to a family if you know that they're sick. If the mom's sick, especially like, yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, it's. I just got over that over Christmas, and it was it was tough being sick over Christmas with little, um, like help in the classroom with your kids or like tutor, babysit for a friend, do random act of kindness, kindness, and pay it forward. Like that's what we're looking for is just that ability to kind of get that feedback of like I connected to somebody and I feel like I'm adding something positive into the environment, which we do so much during the holiday season. And then all of a sudden it just stops and the world seems kind of cold. Like, I don't know. I just go around and like, there's no more lights and it just seems kind of mean and scary again. Well, and another one too that you could do, and this was on your list, but I think you forgot to say it was do a food drive. Mm -hmm. I remember a couple years ago, we did a food drive. Was it last year? And it was after Christmas, but you know, my daughter just went around with her little wagon and like got food. I think we had posted it on my Facebook. People dropped food off. I think she collected over a hundred pounds of food and took it to the food bank. And that was just one, you know, she was like 10 at the time. That was like one 10 year old child was able to collect like over a hundred pounds of food. And they were so grateful because they're like, we get such an influx and then we don't get anything. Yes. So remember all these things volunteering is not just seasonal. Yes. It is, and that's it where you become a part of who you are. So our company just did my practice. We just did a food drive after the, the holiday season, right? Like we were yeah. done on the 29th, but we're planning on doing one again in February because you're right. Like we've noticed we want to give to the community more continuously. We've noticed yeah. that influx. Like, and that's where I've noticed people are looking for ways to serve throughout the year. They just don't have the connection or the ability to, but the more that you can give them throughout the year, the more it's just, I don't know, you feel that connection, that goodness that you yeah. see, feel. If yeah. another easy one that we've done, and this wasn't on your list, but a super easy one, Valentine's Day is coming. A lot of our listener base, I think, are moms. So if you have younger kids or teenage kids, this is something you can do with them. And it's super cheap. Just go make some Valentine cards. So just make generic Valentine cards and go drop them off at like an assisted living home, a retirement home, a care yeah, facility. They, love, they love them. We've done this a couple times. I think we did it. We've done it for Christmas. We've done it for Valentine's. And it's such an easy um, 
it's such an easy act of service that goes a long ways. Like, yeah. because for some of those people, that might be the only card they get. Mm -hmm. And all it has to say is something generic, like happy Valentine's day. Go just do it. And it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be anything big. Find a way to serve. Yeah. Yeah. You just, it, it redoes that connection for you. Cause it's very isolating. There's not a lot of socialization in the winter too. We're all cold. It's all like, you just want to hide out. So Mm -hmm. connection is the next one. That's where it's like, we are together with people so much. I split those two up for a reason because it's like, there's, they're separate, right? Like being yeah. able to serve and give versus being able to connect and be like intimate and, and have a relationship with people. And that's what we're doing constantly throughout the season. We're making these memories, we're making these significant moments. And then again, we go back into our individualistic lives and we're not connecting like we were before. We're just going through and doing this checklist of stuff. So the more that you can remember like the connection and the reasons why we're doing what we're doing, the more that you're going to feel like it's not as like dreary or alone. Yeah. I mean, even, and that's so true. Cause like, even just in this last week alone, I went from seeing you Tay like every day. Yeah. And I think I saw you once this week. Yeah. Like and we it, see each other a ton, like, but yeah, yeah. it was the way she lower. lives two minutes away. Yep. It, it's just one of those, like, you have to kind of be more intentional about it. Mm -hmm. Make a plan. And then the most important thing that I've learned lately is stick to your plan. If you make a plan and say, okay, Tay, we're going to do dinner once a week, just do it. Like, yeah. you, even in those moments, if you're feeling, like, really sad or you don't want to go out, like, there was a time a couple weeks ago where one of my girlfriends had asked me out to dinner, right? We were going to go to the mall and get dinner. And I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this. But then I remembered, like, no, you make a plan. You have that connection go out, mm -hmm. be involved with your friends, allow yourself to be a part of something and like, you know, build off of that together. That really helps a lot. So yeah. it helps because you're all, you're actually prioritizing your connection more than anything. And I mm -hmm. think that's where like, people don't realize like, dude, we all don't want to go out. But like at the end, you know, like it happens to everybody where like, this sounds so much easier yeah. for you not to do it. Just like going to the gym or other things like, but it's about the follow through. And then once you follow through, it'll feel a lot better. Yeah, this is we don't have that pressure of this impending like holiday expectation to go do it. So then it it trails off, and then you're like, "Well, I just did so much; I'll do it later." But then you're setting the yep. precedent for your year and for your winter. Like, well, that's that stage is over now. Now I'm in the hunker down stage by myself, and it's like, well, that's not like helpful either. So yeah. it's, it's and a lot of people like. I've had a friend that she's like, we have to plan more parties. We have to plan more get togethers. Like that's all that gets me through these seasons. Mm -hmm. um, just knowing that I can spend time with friends and do all these things like that connection can really be, you'll feel it more. Like it yeah. will mean a lot more in the winter months. Yeah. Um, if you pay attention to it, I it's, yeah, yeah, it's very, I mean, it takes a lot more concentrated effort because there's a lot going on and it's mm -hmm. like, just and it's cold more. and you want to hunker down on your couch and watch Netflix and pajamas. I mean, sounds way better. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number five, bring light in. So this is what you talked about before with the huga. But this is a big <laughs> one for like, you think about at Christmas time and the holidays, there's a ton of twinkle lights everywhere. There's a ton of Christmas lights. And I had even like, I think my sister-in-law pointed this out. And she's like, I was just going to say, so yeah, dark. your sister-in-law. Yeah. She, it's just like, it gets so dark. We just like our Christmas tree up longer because then it stays at least a little bit brighter in the house, you know? And I was like, I get that. Like, wait, find ways to incorporate light into your house, though, and, and brightness. There, I even was like Googling some of it, too. And there's so many design ideas, like incorporating citrus colors or lemon colors oh in your gosh, house. Oh, my gosh. I know. My brain's going like crazy with all these. That's what I do for work. I yeah. work at marketing, graphic design, for those of you who don't know that. 
but like, so my brain's automatically going to like, what are different textiles? What are your bright colors? What are you? Yeah. Like if it makes you happy, this is the time to put it out. That's why mm-hmm. like in Scandinavian countries, mm-hmm. they will paint with such bright colors um, because it's such a stark contrast to the bleak snow That's towns and the are like that. and the yep. gray. Yeah. So they will incorporate bright colors and it's become a cultural thing, mm-hmm. which we as an American culture, a lot of our cultural thing is very minimalist right now still. Um, very white and grays and just kind of, which I love and appreciate, but add your pop of colors. This is your time to like, if you have a cozy yellow blanket, put it out on your couch, use it, love it. It's the perfect time for that, even though it's dark outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's funny, too, because I was just thinking, too, in stores, like, they really push the beach theme right now. Like, have you noticed after Christmas, it's like all the, like, resort wear comes out and the tropical yes. vacation Well, because, stuff. like, people want to go out of town. Yeah, yeah. People want the light. They want the, they want the summer. They want the tropical. Bring it in your house. Like, it's nobody's saying you can't bring it in your house and decorate. Oh, yeah. like, and I, I used to be like, very oh, seasonal. Can't. Yeah, do you yeah. remember when I used to like change oh, yeah. it seasonal? And I would be like, this is my winter decor. And it was like really like oh, reindeers remember. and silver and whatever. And now I'm but like, it was like dark. The beach makes me happy. So yep. we go literally from, well, now I, I mean, I have Hawaii in with my Christmas, but we go from Christmas back to a Hawaii decor. That is our full decor because it makes me happy. It makes me happy to see a collection of seashells yep. in January. Like, yeah. And that's, that's just a part just of who I am, like, and it makes me feel good. Yeah. yeah. Oops, I have coral on my table when it's not Christmas. You know, like, it's just, that's yeah. where, yeah, it's about doing things that bring the light in. So whatever brings light into your life, it can literally be light, like twinkle lights, or it can be, mm-hmm. like, decor. Number yep. six, which my husband gives me so much crap about, so it's really funny. Get outside. Like, there is a biological component to us about... Um, needing to connect to nature and like it does reset our like balance. I don't, I, that's actually going to be like a little spoiler alert, but I'm going to do in February, that's going to be one of our themes is getting outside and environmental therapy. And it's actually a really cool subject. And I've loved hiking for the longest time. I love the outdoors. Like I've done so many cool like um, national park trips and things like this. And I noticed um, my husband is like an okay, like he, he kind of likes hiking, kind of doesn't. Um, he loves it with our dog and he loves it like when there's a destination, you know? So yeah, I've noticed I do it in like, I'm a fair weather hiker now, but when I was back in grad school, I would go three times a week and it'd be pouring wet. Like I'd just come back dripping and I was still so happy. Right. I didn't care. I'd go anytime. And now it's like, I go and it's nice and it's sunny and whatever. <laughs> but there's I'm other a fair weather ways. hiker, like not gonna lie. And it's, it's fine. It's and a lot of a lot of people are. It's more normal. <laughs> I get it. I'm not judging. I'm yeah. just stating I'm like, I will be the opposite side of the sister equation here. We balance each other out. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm not normal. However, I, there is a component to getting outside. No matter what it is, it's, I'm not saying you have to go hiking right now, especially since a lot of people are fair weather hikers. I'm saying you need to find a way to connect outside somehow because we're stuck inside so much. Being inside is really difficult. So if it's five minutes of walking outside, if it's taking your trash out, if it's letting your dog go to the bathroom and you stand outside where they could do it, like try some minimal way to get outside because it's going to help your body more than you realize. I was even watching um, Limitless and there it was a memory one and she was talking about how like nature does reset your memory and your brain and it helps it like be able to process information. It's a like neurological process that happens. So going outside, getting vitamin D for five minutes is awesome. 
Super cool. And I do love being outside. I may not be a hiker, but like there are times where I will intentionally go take the dogs out at night to use the bathroom, you know, and we'll be on a leash. And I'm like looking up at the stars and just, yeah, but but that's normal or another place or pretending, you know, okay, these stars feel like Hawaii tonight. Like, let me pretend for a second that I'm there. It brings back those memories. It resets. I feel like I can move on. Like there are, yeah, whatever that looks like for you. It's a much more normal way to do it than going hiking. I get it, people. I'm weird. It's fine. I mean, um, I'm fine to go hiking, but like if that were no, to no, say in the rain, like, and if cold, I were to go, it. but there's yeah. other ways if to I were do to say, it. Like, hey, I'm going to hike every skiing, week. Snowboarding, that's appropriate. Snowshoeing, those are appropriate winter activities. There are appropriate ones, right? Ice I skiing, mean, or if you go for a walk polos. like 10 minutes a day, exactly. Without, like what was that would too? be more appropriate for people. I even like just took like me and Banks to the beach the other day with Koa and we walked the like Mukatio like yeah. and Washington beaches are like more rocky with like um you know like with stuff and and that that was great and then yesterday like I went to La Conner with my parents and my husband our baby and and like walked around downtown and that's where it's like that's great too because then you're you're like outside walking this town so like that was still outside it just wasn't like Exactly. I, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. there's, there's normal ways to do it. I just was using that as my example. Cause my husband oh, was yeah. laughing at me when I put this on the list and he's like, Taylor, like nobody else is going to do that besides you. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like bringing like the devil's advocate side a little bit. Like I do get outside every day, but it is definitely not. But when you do it, like, don't be a sass bucket. No, but it is but when you do it, yeah, it's a saying. Use our word because that's be why it, intentional. Be, be intentional. Y'all knew it was coming. That's where it matters is if you're actually intentionally doing it. So, yeah, and realizing the benefits from it. It's interesting too because with both of our baby boys, like in moments when they like, so my baby boy is older now and Taylor's is a baby baby, mm-hmm. but in their moments of hard times, when they're like, really were melting down, um, a quick reset outside, it just would like change their whole demeanor. And not only would it change theirs, but like, for me, I am like, it would calm me down mm-hmm. it, because Taylor and I are a little different on that too. So it would, it mm-hmm. would calm me down and it would calm Manson down. And then for Taylor, it will calm her down and banks down. Like, it's just as good all the way around. It's a good reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the babies notice it. <laughs> I think it's really cute, too. Like, no matter it, – it's like anytime I get my little guy outside, he immediately falls asleep. Or he's sitting there just, like, big-eyed, like, whoa, like, the world is amazing. And, like, I showed him the water – a couple of times this week, I, w- I took him to the water and he was just like, oh, and like we can see the lake from our house and he's just like in love with it, right? Like so excited about nature. And that's where you can see like it does this, this, uh, and there's going to be more research in our February episodes, but it does something to your, your psyche that it actually really does help. So yeah, get outside people. I know it's hard, but find ways to do it that are creative. I promise you are their creative ways. And I will give you a list on Instagram so you don't all think I'm telling you to go hike. Or go for a hike. If you really want to go for a hike in the rain, no one's going to stop you. So it I, is It is cathartic. It just – It is. It really yeah. is. But, you know, not everybody vibes with that. I'm just saying. I just don't say I would do it weekly. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Number space. <laughs> reorganize and declare new spaces. So that's where I think like oftentimes we need like a fresh start or something new to feel just kind of like it's yours. We're coming off this like really chaotic season. We're coming off a lot of things. The more that you can kind of go through and clean your house and just claim it as yours, like this is my space. This is what I'm declaring this to be. The more empowered you feel with it. So if you can 
create a space that actually feels spaces really matter. Just like environment matters when you go outside, your environment inside matters significantly. It sends all these subliminal messages to your brain as it's filtering in the information that's creating these messages either be stressed out or not. Like, it's funny. I can tell when I have, I got ADHD guys. So I tend to pile things and clutter things and my house is really clean, but I just will leave like three items on the table (laughs) for like a day or two. And my husband, I can just see it like building. And he's like, Taylor, like, why are you leaving it there? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just forget, you know? And I really, I I sincerely just forget. But the more that you can declutter, I can see like the change in his psyche. It's like that. So try and be intentional on how your space is being utilized, especially since we're in it so much more right now. Yeah. Do you remember, Tay, when we were kids, how every year around this time in the winter, we shared a room. Oh, every year. I just go along with it. Yep. I would move our whole entire room around. Like I would get on my butt and just scooch dressers and we would move beds and our mom would come up and be like, what are you doing? But this was a consistent thing. Like every winter we were like, I just need new space. I just need new space. And so it would just be poor Taylor. She was, she just went along with it when she would help. But I it would, and then those. I would get all the crap jobs, move this out from there, and then I'd be deep cleaning all this crap. And I do it so blindly. <laughs> Looking back now, I'm like, man, I was stupid. Go start through all the Barbie bins. Like, it'll really help us. <laughs> like, but in my little And life, then you would I drag the stuff. Doing. Taylor, just drag it. <laughs> <laughs> we totally ruined the carpet in the bedrooms. But it would, like, give a new energy to the space. So, like, from this young age of, I don't know, probably, like, eight, like... We knew that that's what we needed or I needed and Taylor went along with it. Now she needs it too. Cause you know, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like mine is, as um, like significant as yours for moving furniture. Like you like to claim a space and move everything, like redo it all. I've gotten better I like at it. To, I like to decorate and reorganize. Like, yeah. Like, but still, it's the same. It brings clean. out the same feelings, which it's I have gotten same better thing. at that now. But I yeah. think people need to realize there's a there's a range of it. Like I keep exactly. my furniture where it's at because I I think it's a pain in the butt to move, and I and usually I have it in the optimal spot for the space that it is, and I don't really care to like mess with it any other way. But I do like to this change. This is like my hiking in the things. rain. <laughs> yeah, it really is, and it's like drives me crazy. But but I, I have like gotten better at it. Like yeah. I don't move furniture all around the house anymore. But I don't know. You just just do that again, so it's fine. That was like one thing, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, love you, love you. That was like just like maybe I don't know, but you still have all January to see if we're gonna move just a couple things again, <laughs> and then you're gonna call me and be like, I'm stuck in my doorway. <laughs> Literally happens, but it like creates a so new energy does. in your space. It like makes you feel more connected with your space because, mm-hmm. um, oh, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now. The magic art of tidying. If it doesn't make you happy, throw it away. Yeah. But like, so in this time, oh my gosh, like I totally was just yapping about this with Manson the other day. I know you were. Yeah. I can't believe I cannot remember. And I don't agree with all of her principles in her book. Um, It was a little extreme for me, but if you create a new life with your space and with your items, like, you know what you have, you're more intentional about what you have and it can give you a greater sense of joy. So, yes, it it's true though, and it, it is a thing. Marie Kondo, thank you, Marie Kondo, Marie Kondo. Sorry, 
No, I was like, I cannot believe I'm forgetting this right now. We were literally just talking about it. Um, but like bring some life into your space. It's great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next one. Tay. Oh, I I do this too. Okay, go ahead. I told you all these are stuff that we already do. Then I was looking them up and I'm like, yeah, these do. Okay. Start a new project or hobby. So like a one that I really liked for suggestion was an Oscar brush up. I like don't care about the Oscars, but I'm like, maybe this year I will care. Maybe I will be so connected yeah. to the Oscars. But I do like the fashion at the um Met Gala. Yes, thank you so much. I love the Met Gala. That's yeah. coming up. People get excited. Okay, but like Lizzo and her flute last year. Let's just take a moment and like, you know, good job, Lizzo. Lizzo is but... queen, let's be honest. Yeah. But that's where, yeah. So try and think of a new project or a hobby that you can do during this time that brings life back to you. Like when I was just, I think we get this as a side note, but you know, it comes back around, guys. The needle punching thing that I was like, oh, I should try that. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. thought about how cool those are. That can be something to do. Like, Go outside. I have one. That was one of mine like last year, two years ago. I got in a fight with the needle punch. But you also get in a fight with crocheting. Yeah, I can't crochet to save my life. But I've done a lot of other things. Like if you're not an artsy craftsy person, you can maybe go refinish some furniture. I love to get free furniture or thrift store furniture and then just like bring some new life into it. That's a great hobby project. Um I mean, I am an artsy craftsy person, so I'm probably bad one to ask, but there's I so many not. different things. So when I think of a new project, I think about like, what are the goals that I have right now? Like I like yoga. I like working out. I'm more on that there kind go, of zone. Yeah. So we are actually a good one to compare because we're very opposite. I've tried to get into artsy and crafts more. I'm still not very good at it. So I look more at like, what's my goal of the year? What are the things that I like to do? I like working out, hiking, all of those things are like projects for me. Like I have physical goals that I like to do. I have dance parties that I like to do, music collections. Um, We're like album record now, like hunting now, things like that. Those are projects and things for us too. I also like baking. I like cooking. I like um, like creating, you know, things like that. I like working out with my husband, watching like documentaries. And we, okay, this was hilarious. We were watching a documentary last night. Yeah, um, you were, and I called, and he was food like, stuff. "We're watching this like, stuff. We gotta go." Yeah. <laughs> but then he kept pausing it every like a minute or two so we could talk about it. But you know what? That was actually like really fun. I'm like, I don't know. Last time, like my husband and I have like paused the show we were watching to have like debates with each other, but it was really fun to do that. So those could be kind of projects too, like where if you have films that you're interested in, docu series. Like my husband does a podcast. So what's our verdict? Like you know, and, and we'll watch shows together and some of them are terrible movies and some of them are great movies. Like but hey, we just watched or, Psycho. That was fun. I was like, yeah, we were fabulous. One. We watched The Science of the Lambs recently. Super creepy, but that is like, well done. <laughs> yeah. Super creepy. Um, yeah. So like that's where there's a, there's a wide range of ideas that you can do that aren't arts and crafts. Yeah. And like for me, I usually go to the arts and crafts side, but that's something about my personality type. I know that I always need to be creating something. It gives me mm-hmm. that validation um but i have an art background so it just kind of goes just figure out where you're at and mine is like movement my husband tends to be more video games and like shows he's a movement one too well he he does i mean he's movements too and stuff like that like he he's kind of a split dual personality but so if you're like whatever you are as a personality there are zones you can do it in like if you're a couch potato you can still do stuff yeah so okay number nine I had to count in my head. Yeah. Number nine. Okay. Attitude. If you are disappointed, then you will stay that way. If you are inquisitive, then you will stay that way. And this is where I always go back to Newton's law. An object in motion stays in motion. An object at rest stays in rest. No matter 
But you have to choose what your attitude is going to be and whether or not you are going to progress or not. So if you think the world is terrible and jury, it's going to be terrible and jury. Even if you do this whole list, it's going to suck. Like, yeah. Right. If you are open to the idea that this month could have a lot of unseen things that could be fabulous, then there will a lot of be, there will be like, there'll be fabulous things. And it's all about what are you putting out into the world? Like, there's a lot of different names for this intentionality, self-fulfilling prophecy, like um, pondering, like there, there's a ton of different names you can describe to this. The concept is the same. What you put in is what you get out of it. So if you're going to think this is a crap month and a crap time, it's going to be crap. If you think this is fabulous, it's going to be fabulous. And that's where you have to remember as you're going through this and you're trying all these things. Like the winter is, can be an amazing, magical time or it can be terrible. It's all about yeah. your choice. And I think it's, um, if you have that attitude of like, this is the winter for, for me, it's helped to do like, this is the winter. This is when I do like winter things, you know? So that's a time when I look forward to it for new art projects or starting a new series on Netflix that I've wanted to watch or pulling out my old lady sweater collection that I have. Like if you get excited for these things and you say, okay, I'm going to have a good attitude about this and the winter's okay because I'm looking forward to these things. It really helps. Mm-hmm really helps yeah like a lot so i don't know if i have anything else to say besides that yeah i don't think so either but have a good attitude what's that cliche thing attitude determines altitude i just got i don't know if i bought that one or the other one but i got this really cool ornament from this cool like northwest place that says like attitude determines altitude i was like i need that for my office there you go so you decide how high you soar based off your attitude in the winter (laughs) (laughs) number 10 last one this is my favorite one if you have met my little guy you will know he is definitely my child based off this trait music (laughs) um incorporating what I said, yup. Well, like music is everything. It can help so much with your mood, so much with your environment. It can change a situation instant. It can make it up, down, uncomfortable, whatever it is, right? If you want to have like that environment to be all these things, this is the least effort, most payoff thing you can do. Have music that sets a good mood for you. If it's sad and depressing, you're going to be sad and depressed. If it's happy and beautiful, it's going to be happy and beautiful. And that's where I would say at the end of the day, that is a, a really significant one to look at your life of, are you putting music in your life and is it helping create the joy that you need? Yeah. I think it's important to like, as a fun, if you were to step back and let's say you were going to like create a soundtrack for your life, what would you say that your soundtrack would be this season? Do you want mm-hmm. it to be something that's just great and sad and all of these horrible things? Or do yeah. you want something that's a little more peppy? Or do you want it to be like, there was some hope in this. Um, when we were thrift store shopping for you, our granny dresses, we had looked at um, my best friend's husband was with us as well as Madsen. And we were looking at CDs because our kids have started collecting CDs. And so we found the Forrest Gump soundtrack. Okay. So Forrest Gump is not, all a happy, positive movie, right? Like there was a lot of really hard things in there for poor Forrest. Um, but that soundtrack is so stellar. It's, a good it's, one, an up- yeah. it's an uplifting soundtrack. It's, it's a good soundtrack. It's one that is unforgettable. It's memorable. Yes, it has its lows and then it has its highs. So if we were to put together a soundtrack for our winter, think Forrest Gump style. If you haven't listened to the Forrest Gump soundtrack ever, oh. or if it's been a while, go look it up. And like, it gives you kind of a good range of like peaks and valleys and all this, 
that you want to be intentional in this music you're listening to because it will kind of create that tone and it will be that background. Like if I were to have a theme song, what do I want my theme song to be? If I were to have a soundtrack, what's my soundtrack? Yep. Don't make it all depressing all the time. Well, even like Guardians of the Galaxy is the perfect example of like that soundtrack. was, but it was a significant, I remember when it came out, like that's what all the critics were talking about is the soundtracks are amazing for those movies. And they don't fit the fight scenes, which is the point. Like, it's meant to be yeah. like they're going through this really hard thing. But in his ears, he's playing like all these amazing electric light orchestra classic stuff. Songs. Yeah, exactly. And that's where it's yeah. like, that's what we're talking about is when you're fighting the battle of Midwinter Blues, fight it with something that's going to be like awesome. Not something that like verifies that. Yeah, life sucks. Right. Yeah. Like, let's say we're having a really hard time. Right. Like, let's say today totally sucks. Our instant... Music taste would probably be like Donnie Darko or something, right? Like, uh, what's that song? I'm drawing a blank on right world. now. Yes. Like, like you want to go to something kind of sad that's your natural inclination. So what if instead of putting on Mad World, what if you don't do put on Mr. Blue Sky? What's it going to change for you, right? Yep. Like, and if you want to wallow in that for a second, think like I always say in the Forrest Gump soundtrack, go put on your sad song, but then follow it with something happy. Don't just sit there and wallow in Mad World. Put on something else. There is actually a science to this. It's a polyvagal theory, which we can talk about another time. I can do an episode on music therapy and music itself because I am so much such a proponent of this. Like, yeah, music is huge in our lives. There's a reason why my kid Mm -hmm. is obsessed with music. Anytime he has a hard time, I literally take my phone out and put it in his car seat with him. And he's like, Brittany's seen it. Like immediately he's happy. Um, He's literally has one song from when one or two songs from when I was pregnant with him that I had played a lot. And that will immediately just de-escalate him. Like, okay, but my favorite boom. one right now that he's super excited about is Crocodile Rock. He loves and Crocodile he's like, Rock. But, so he'll be so sad, okay? Oh, so yeah. Crocodile tears. Yeah, he'll be having these massive crocodile tears and it's the end yeah. of the world. And next thing we know, we're like, <laughs> and he's just automatically just like, oh, like, yeah. And then he started smiling. Like, yeah. 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 Gets because really that excited. tone in that song, he just like, it just pivots him. Like yeah. he'll hold on to it sometimes. Like he's a little fussy at the beginning of the song. Yeah. But then as soon as he gets to the, the chorus, chorus he's, like, he's like, done. he's like, I can't, I can't be upset. Like <laughs> just living in a world where I was so upset, this song exists. I'm happy. <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's so true. <laughs> But yeah. there's like a few like that for him. Like he definitely. Oh yeah, that one just cracks me up the most. Oh, because it's literally like my favorite. he's fighting like... it. He's fighting it, and then na 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 na's come. Like, and then he's like, I can't. Yeah. I just can't get. I can't get over the na na. So shout out Eric Clapton. Yeah. Like, thanks for making my life That's easier. That's all John. That's all John. Oh, was that what else, John? That's why how did I get that one wrong? Uh, Eric Clapton did not do that one. That's Elton John. I was, no, I was like, I totally got that wrong. Okay, sorry, yeah. sorry, Elton John. We love you, Sir Elton. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what shout anyways, out anyways anyways no um, it's definitely a big mood setter so that's all i will say about music for now but you can see yeah. what i think and we can dive more into the science of all that later color music huge proponents of both those outdoors those are the yeah. takeaways people so we will post these on our social media um some of these different ideas lists Yep. So make sure you're following us on Uhana Counseling on yep. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And yeah, anything else, Taze? We're wrapping this one up. I think the biggest thing is make sure you follow us. We're doing giveaways. We try and post a lot. Like, 
I am a new mom, so I'm not always as regular as I could be, but we try. So we're trying to give resources to you guys. If you have questions, if you have things that you want us to go into more, if you had ideas, we're always open. Like I love resources. So yeah, let us and know. And don't forget at the beginning of this new year, the winter is not a dead end. It's a new beginning. So yeah, it's great. I mean, there's lots yeah. of fun things. So just make your world happy. All right. Thank you guys. 